Beach. Every agitator. The Breakfast Club. Everyone just kept telling me to prep for this. One word to describe The Breakfast Club would be black. Impact in the culture. People watch The Breakfast Club for, like, news and really be tuned in, man. I don't even know what it calls The Breakfast Club. It's like brunch. Envy, Yee, and Charlemagne. Wake that ass up, get out of bed, and listen to The Breakfast Club. I'm waking up. Good morning, USA! Yo, 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 Angela Yee is almost here. Depends on her COVID results. And we all almost there. If it's based on COVID results, we all almost there. We almost there. Okay. Which is crazy. We all took out our COVID test this morning before we could walk in the building, but we didn't get the results yet, so... I didn't even take one before I walked oh, in. Oh, nice. Because I walked in, and soon, when I walked in and got up here, they was like, what's your results? I said, what results? I don't know. You don't answer your emails? Yeah, your I answer my emails. They said 5.30, be here. Test for COVID. Well, one thing they should know about me, after working with Lenard McKelvey for almost 11 years, 5.30? <laughs> five thirty. That's, that's so out the range for you. Five thirty. Goodness gracious. Woohoo! That's early, bro, bro. Yeah, that's early. But they, hey, I'm thanking God for another day of life this morning. Absolutely. As I've been telling y'all, man, uh, take a deep breath for those of us who can't. Mm-hmm. Okay, for those of us who are no no longer with us mm-hmm. and physically. I did take my booster shot yesterday. I did get my booster. Where? Yeah, my arm is dead. It feels like I got a dead arm right now. How that feel? Like you got a dead arm? That's it? Yeah, no that's other it. symptoms? Nah, no other symptoms. Okay. I wasn't tired. Or I wasn't body aches. Nothing like that. Thank God. The second shot I took when I took the vaccine, I was I was hurt. I was I had chills, body yeah. aches. I was in the bed for a, a day. I told you when, um, you know, uh, I caught I caught COVID during the holidays. Like the, my whole house caught COVID. The wife, you mm-hmm. know, my, uh, I think my daughter had everybody, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I said the only people who didn't get in in the house was uh, those who were vaccinated and boosted. Because like my mom was up here. For the uh, holidays, mm-hmm. and um, she ended up testing positive later on, mm-hmm. but she's fine. Though. She ain't got no symptoms. So yeah, so probably because she was uh, vaccinated and boosted. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> I'm not gonna sit here and put it on that either. I don't know. Maybe I'm just the season telling everybody. In South Carolina. I, I, I don't know. I'm just telling everybody take the proper precautions you need to take. But I ain't about to sit here and die on no hill about nothing. <laughs> okay, know. I'm just out here trying to figure it out like the rest you of y'all. And me both. I am not the CDC or any of these experts that want to get on television. You might know more than the CDC though. Maybe they said they need to work on their messaging. You know, the best messaging sometimes is I don't know. <laughs> okay. That was scared. That was scared American people. So what? I'd rather them be real and be like, man, we don't know what the hell's going on. You know, instead of trying to get on television and act like they know every single day and the messaging keep changing every single day. And then you wonder why right. people confuse and end up not believing nothing. You're right. You're right. That's all. All right. Well, something I don't know is uh, front page news. I don't know if we're going to do it when we come back. I don't know what we're talking about. I don't know if we'll get the results so you can walk Front page news is based on whether we positive or negative. <laughs> That's what it's based on. At some point, we got to learn to live with it, though, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. At some point, yeah, I mean, man. Yeah. I mean, it's it's it's. I don't want to say it's going to be like a, a flu, but it's going to be like that. You you going to get it, and you got to keep it moving. That's what it feels like. They can't like shut now. this country down again. But on some great news, can't shut this country down. But no, but on some great news. Hit what? my hit my intro. What's the intro? Oh man, see, this is a classic record. See, now you know how to make a brother feel good. Now, come on, now, now we talking about Guess something. Guess whose birthday it is today? Oh, it is the Queen's born day. Guess whose birthday Drop one of the Queen's bombs for the Start Queen of Hip Hop Soul. Oh my God! Today it is, is Mary the J. Blige's birthday, and all morning long I'm gonna oh, be playing man. Mary J. Blige mixes, little mixes, just to get us through the day. Whenever all I get, alone. whenever I get in the mood, whenever I get down mentally, 
you know, whenever I got any worries, any insecurities, anything, this is the joint I turn on right here. Yes. It gets you in that mood. Well, wake your ass up. That's all we want. All we want is to be happy, That's right, people? That's all we want. That's all we want. Get your ass up. It's the Breakfast Club front page news. Happy birthday, Mary J. Blige. Hey, 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 now let it breathe. Well, I don't know what the hell you was about to say. To the bridge. No, man. Let it breathe, man. Shut up. To be trying to play some games. I'm here. Good morning, everybody. Hey, just joining us today is Mary J. Blige's birthday. The queen of hip hop soul. Drop on the clues bombs for Mary J. Blige. Some people just mean more to culture than others. It is what it is. Okay, there's a pecking order. There's levels to this legendary things, and Mary J. Blige is at the tippy top. That's right. We're gonna be doing Mary mixes all morning long. I mean, we have to. It's the it's the queen's birthday. Mixes or songs? Mixes. Okay. Mixes. Mixes. All right. Well, let's get in some front page news. Now, Georgia beat Alabama uh, last night for the national championship. So, congratulations to the Georgia Bulldogs. Exclude to GA. Drop on the clues bonds for GA. Georgia. Now, what else we got, Yeezy? All right. Well, you know, I was waiting for my test results. Honestly, you have you seen all those memes about people ducking COVID? Yes. That's how I feel how do you like- duck COVID? There's been a bunch of memes. Like there's mm-hmm. a, the karate meme. There's the, the meme with the guy, uh, Muhammad Ali. He's Ain't punching Muhammad Ali. He's COVID. It's just a meme. Yeah. But yeah. anyway, that's for people who still haven't tested positive. And so I I honestly had a night a dream that I tested positive. And then, uh, you know, I had my birthday dinner. So I was a little nervous. So I was like, let me just take it easy. But right now they're saying COVID hospitalizations in the U.S. reach levels that we have not seen since last winter surge. Right now, more than 141,000 Americans are hospitalized. And they're saying that it's putting a real strain on healthcare networks as hospitals have to deal with staffing issues, uh, coupled with the increased demand, uh, coupled with employees who are at a higher risk of infection, having to isolate and recover after testing positive. They do say that home tests must be paid for by health insurers starting uh, this weekend. So starting Saturday, they said that uh, most consumers with private health insurance can buy at-home tests online or in stores and have them paid for at the time of purchase or get reimbursed by their insurance company. Now, is it something uh, wild, like one a month or something like that? They'll cover one a month or one a week? What was it? I'm not sure. No, I think they said it's like up to eight, but then if it's man, if you're told by your employer or a doctor to go get one, then insurance will still cover it over that. Hmm. I would like to uh, talk to doctors and know how many people in the hospital actually really need to be in the hospital because, you know, there's been so much, you know, Fear instilled in people when it comes to COVID. As soon as you get it, do you just go to the hospital? No, they tell you if you have symptoms and they're bad, if to you go to the breathe. hospital. But, as I'm saying, but what are bad symptoms considered now? Um, With the um, Omicron, since the majority of Americans have Omicron. I think that you can't breathe. Yeah, if you have underlying conditions, if you have issues mm-hmm. breathing, you know, anything like that, uh, then you should go to the hospital. But if you're just a little under the weather, like a cold, you don't really need to go. Yeah, that's what I mean. I wonder how many people who just are under the weather but test positive and want to be safe and sorry they'll end up checking you, themselves they'll in the hospital. They'll send you home. They'll be like, you're fine, go home. Mm. They're not going to keep you in the hospital. But they said there will be um, hiccups and health insurers are trying to work quickly right now to limit confusion and challenges. But they said there are some hiccups as they're trying to address issues as they are arising. And the CEO of Pfizer says the Omicron vaccine will be ready in March. Now, this confused the hell out of me. I saw this yesterday. I saw this headline yesterday. And I was like, what do you mean an Omicron vaccine? So what's Here the vaccine that we got now? Uh, and we know that um, the, three, the two doses of the vaccine offer very limited protection, if any. The three doses with a booster, they offer reasonable protection 
against hospitalization and deaths <laughs> and uh, less protection against uh, infection. Oh my now, we are working on a, on a new version of our vaccine, the 1.1, let me put it that way, that uh, will cover Omicron as well. We are waiting to, to have the final results. The vaccine will be ready in March. Uh, I don't know if we will need it. I don't know if and how it will be used, but we'll be ready. So three doses offer limited protection. Three doses and a boost offer limited protection. But this new one we got in March. Why, yeah, it got you. Why they just made me go get the booster? They made it seem like, gotta go get the booster. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what's going on no more, bro. I went and got the booster. Now he telling me I got limited protection? So listen, also, too, like if, half a condom? if like, Pfizer's creating a vaccine for Omicron, they're admitting that the vaccine that they currently have does not work against Omicron. Well, I think they're saying it's not as effective because as the as it keeps on mutating, as the virus mm-hmm. keeps mutating, it is different. So certain times, certain vaccines oh, won't work as well against So they're admitting it. that the vaccine that they have out now does not work No, they're not Omicron. saying it doesn't work, but it can be more effective. And they are saying that Man. against Omicron, it'll make sure that you don't get sick and have to be hospitalized. But but they're saying there's a lot more breakthrough cases. What's but up? the people who are vaccinated aren't the ones that are hospitalized like the people who are unvaccinated. If somebody tells me that something offers limited protection, right, but I'm going to create something new for you to take that will give you proper protection, that to me is an admission that what they have currently out is not properly protected. Well, where's Johnson & Johnson? Where's this shot? <laughs> man, shut up, man. <laughs> Where this shot going? <laughs> All right, that's front page This is too much. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? This is Shania. Hey, Shania. Good morning. Get it off your chest. So I just, I was just listening to you guys talk about the COVID vaccine, and I've not been on board with this whole thing just because it's, it's all coming about a little too quickly for me. And I have a medical background. I have a nursing degree and everything. Yes, ma'am. But recently, my job sent me an email last night saying that they're going to start a lottery for vaccinated employees to win $10,000. And what? one person will get ten thousand. Ten people will get a thousand dollars. All for only what? if you're vaccinated. Really? Also, if you are vaccinated, you will get forty extra hours of PTO should you come up positive. If you are unvaccinated, you will no longer receive time off. What's PTO? It's not even PTO. It's like an additional forty extra hours of sick pay. Oh, got you, got you. Got you. Of paid time off. But they're they're giving that away to people who are vaccinated. But if you're unvaccinated, you get nothing. Except a kick in the face, pretty much. And I'm I'm seven, almost seven months pregnant. I I didn't want to do it. And even when I talked to my doctor, the only thing he told me was just get anything, get either one of them. Doesn't matter whenever you get it. And then after he told me that, he was like, I wish he was like, I I feel like if I got paid for every time I told somebody to get it, I I'd be making a lot of money. And I was like, Are you getting paid for this? Because <laughs> you. You just made me an appointment and you didn't even ask me. I mean, if you haven't gotten it yet, I don't even know which one to get at this point. Like, do you get the old one or do you get the new one that's that's, that it's comes out in March? Much. What do you do? It's too much. I have no idea. I don't have a clue. Mm-hmm. Only I can tell you, the only thing I've been doing is just wear my mask, being safe. I have never had COVID before. Right. I've been around people with COVID. My whole family has had it. Are you nervous about I've it at all? I'm to not have it. I'm honestly not nervous, to be honest with you. I'm not. I'm not going to lie. Every time I get tested, I'm always like waiting like, man, is today going to be the day? Right, right. I know I've been tested a few times now, but 
for some reason, it never hit me like, oh, my God, I'm going to have COVID and da 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 Like, I know COVID is a form of a cold. Right. So it's, it's, it's not... I don't want to say it's not that serious. Oh, serious. It is serious for some. It is serious for some people. For the majority right. of people, it's not. But for some people, it is serious. Yeah. But well, thank you, Shania. Yeah, like and good I luck. My grandmother to it last year. Me too. She she went out quick from it. Mm-hmm. And I I do take it serious now. But I I don't I see these employers and they're doing stuff like drawing lotteries and yeah, that's crazy. This is like all of this for what like. Y'all, y'all weren't concerned about the flu vaccine, but it's flu season, and it's like I heard the flu. Even, they said the flu is bad this year too, even yeah, though it's not being talked about. Y'all ain't promoting that at all. Y'all just want somebody to get shot up with some stuff, and I'm like, I, I, I'd rather get the flu shot at this point over. I don't. COVID. I, well, I, not, I don't know what's going on. Your baby. You, you, you seven months in, you don't want to stress that baby out. That's Con- right. Concentrate on that baby. This is my first baby too. I got, I got a hole it in the road. <laughs> well, it's just so strange, luck. man. Especially when you have the people who are in positions of power, like the CDC. When you got the CDC director saying they need to work on messaging, <laughs> it's like what? Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. Get it off your chest. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on the Breakfast Club. Hey, Tina, my favorite Uber driver. I was just in Hampton, Virginia last week. Oh, yeah? Oh, you should have came to my house. I'm a great space with you. I wasn't going to come by your house. I was at I was at meal <laughs> I was at meal one. <laughs> at, meal, at where? Meal one. It's a, a restaurant, like a sports bar, restaurant, club. It was real nice. Black owned. It was really, really nice, man. Okay, find out, Coliseum. I need to go and try it out. Okay, so today, my, um, what I want to get off my chest, is that we, as black African-American women, need to stop allowing generational curses to um, go forward from this day. I am a product of some things that happened in my life that I wasn't, you know, in charge of. I felt like the parents should have been there to say, look, uh, like the pedophiles and the molestation, I'm serious, this is a very serious issue in our community. They brush things under the rug. Mm-hmm. They don't discuss them. And I think if we stop now, I agree with you 100%. That's why I encourage folks to go to therapy all the time. we got to be generational curse breakers. Absolutely. I, I've been in therapy behind this, and I'm telling you, it is amazing. What a, you can talk to a total stranger and get all the stuff off your chest and someone that can actually do something about it. Yeah, I totally agree, Carla I, I totally I'm, I'm with you 110, 110%. All righty. Thank you so much. Have a Thank good you. one. All righty now. Damn, I should have got her address. I should have sent her a copy to, of the Unapologetic Guide to Black Mental Health. Hello, who's this? She calls all the time. <laughs> What's up, Evie? What hey, you. What up, Trav? Hey, Trav. Charlemagne. Hey, you. Peace, hey, sis. Girl. How are you? I'm doing good. Let me tell you, I say something. No means no, right? Uh-oh. I just want to say that. No What happened, Trav? No. I went and I've been talking to this guy for a little bit. We've been chilling, right? So I went and chilled with him yesterday. And for some reason, when the guy's more masculine than me, they feel like they can just try to get my butt. So we messing around, and he just kept trying to touch my butt. And I politely moved his hand, and he just kept trying to do it. Whoa. So no <laughs> means no. Well, can I ask exactly. you a question, Trav? Are you going to let him hit eventually? No, I don't. I, well, I don't like getting my butt. I don't like getting my butt touched. And I was trying to explain that to him. 
and he does not was not listening. Well, hey. do you like to do the butt touching? You just now, don't hey, like the butt hey, touch. hey, don't ask him like that. What? You don't ask him like that. How do I ask him? Trav, what do you... That's right. Sorry, you might ask a man that. Trav, what do you like to get touched since you don't like it to be your butt? Not my butt. Not your butt. <laughs> so stop, don't got, even make that effort to try. I said no, leave it alone, keep it moving. You like to touch butts, but you don't want your butt I, touched. I was fine that he tried, but it was like once I move your hand and tell you I don't like that, and then you say okay, and then you try to do it again like five minutes later, now it's a turn off. I right. get it. I get what you're saying. So don't touch Trav's butt. How many times you gonna say that? The man already said that. I want to make it clear. Jesus Christ! Listening, don't touch Trav's butt. Jesus Christ! All right, Trav, you have a good one. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up at any time. And also, shout out to DJ D Strong. That's our uh, program director in uh, Orlando. Orlando. Orlando station. Today's his birthday too, man. So happy, happy birthday, birthday, D Strong. All right, we got rumors on the way? Yes, and we'll be talking about an exclusive on Tamron Hall today. Juice World's mom is speaking, and she talks about what song she listened to of his that made her cry when she first heard it. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's about time. What's going on? This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, Juice World's mom, Carmela Wallace, is on Tamron Hall today. And in a sneak preview clip that was posted on Bossip, she talks about listening to one of her son's songs and how it opened up her eyes to the struggle that he was going through. This one particular day I was uh, listening to a song, Stuck in a Maze, and I just began to weep. I just wept, and, and this was months before his death. But I just, I was so scared and just, and I told him that. I, I shared my experience with him. And I told him, you know, if you ever die like that, it would change my life forever. I just wouldn't be the same. Damn. And I just could not stop the tears. Because I knew, I knew ultimately, you know, it, the end of that is either you get help or, you know, you're not going to make it. Damn. Wow, and the song Maze, they actually posted the lyrics for it too. But he does say something. He said, I'm tormented every day. Mama, I'm losing my mental. The sorrows that I've been through, story to be continued. I sip ill, pop pills, crack seals, doing anything to numb the way that I feel. Yeah, definitely sending his uh, mother and his family healing energy. I mean, that's why we need, that's why, that's why I'm such a big proponent of, of mental health. Because, you know, that somebody should have put their arm around that young brother. And, you know, you put him in therapy or something. Maybe they tried. I'm just, I'm I'll always, you know, wonder how, how somebody gets to that point. Like, what gets them there? You know? I don't know what, what gets them like there, that? but I know drugs you know? don't get you out. That, no, that much I know. Mm-mm. All right, now Ari Lennox in the meantime has responded that she's good after some unexpected backlash from when she went to Ghana. Now, I did not understand this at all. But she was on social media and she was sharing photos and posts and saying really positive things about Ghana. She said it's a rare and good feeling to consistently wake up with peace and happiness. I owe that to Ghana. She said suddenly crying the first time going to a beach in Ghana. It was so triggering and I didn't feel alone. My heart ached. Aches from my ancestor. It was a surreal experience. And people were online trolling her and bullying her and basically making it seem like she was disingenuous. So she ended up deleting all her posts related to the trip and a photo that she shared on Instagram. And then uh, she went ahead and said that from now on, she's off social media and she'll let her people handle her account as well. Isn't that crazy? No, it's not crazy because niggas going to nig and niggas is miserable. And these people that are miserable, they see you enjoying your life. And soon as you post something that looks like you enjoying your life, they can't wait 
to throw their misery on you. It's like, just a bunch of people projecting. Yeah, That's literally all it is. Sometimes we got to focus on the positive than the negative. Because, I mean, you'll get a, a thousand great tweets of people saying, mm-hmm. oh, I love it. I wish I was there. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, relax, sis, this, that, and the other. And then you just get that one. That yep. one that, F up, that Fs up your day. You know? Because it'd be that one or two that the blogs run with and turn into a headline. So now it becomes a way bigger issue. I don't be knowing if those even real people half of the time. Well, she posted, hey, love y'all. I'm good in the studio, too. And she said, my heart hasn't changed. Nobody can take the peace I felt away from me. I do not like Twitter or social media, rather. So I'm giving my passwords to my label. Hopefully this will last. Love you all and thanks for the kindness. Miserable ass people projecting their pain and their hurt on others. What Jay-Z said a long time ago, they hate it and good love in his life. That's the, that's a fact. All right, now, season two of Euphoria, the first episode was huge. The network said the episode saw 2.4 million viewers in total. It's the biggest digital premiere since HBO Max launched in May of 2020, and it was the best-performing HBO Max show or movie on a Sunday night. So that also led to the app experiencing some crashing around 9 p.m. When I tell you that was... A very intense first episode of season two. There's a lot going on. I don't know if you guys saw it. Mm-mm. I couldn't find it. I went to go watch it Sunday night, and it wasn't up on my HBO Max. You know what? I ended up watching it on actual HBO, like just the mm. regular HBO when it came on. You can't find nothing on HBO, on I know HBO Max, right? Now. It was there. It was. It said season two, but when I clicked it, it there was no episode. Couldn't find a Will Smith joint. You could find nothing over there. Will Smith mm-hmm. ain't on HBO Max. <laughs> I saw it yesterday though on HBO when I was looking for things. King Richard. Yeah. Mm. I think they removed it for a little while and now it's back. Mm. All right, now a woman is being clowned and that's because allegedly she returned Nelly's lost duffel bag that had $300,000 in it. Now, whether or not it really had that money in it or how they knew how much was in there, who knows? But here is a person who is filming her about the incident. We, we up here at the bowling alley. She found Nelly's bag. It had 300000 in it. And uh, uh, get what she do. She gave it back. She, what they give? You? Tell them what they give. They gave a hundred dollars. They gave it a hundred. Don't get the day. They gave a hundred dollars for giving back three hundred thousand. First of all, how do you know it was three hundred thousand dollars? That's my whole thing. How do you know? Maybe there was a receipt on top of it. Get out of here. <laughs> so you counted the three hundred thousand dollars. You went through the whole thing. You counted the three hundred, and then you said, "Okay, I'm gonna give it back." I highly doubt Nelly was no. walking around three hundred thousand dollars in the. You never duffel know, bag. though. He could have got paid cash for something. Nelly is an OG veteran. Nelly ain't walking around with no three hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> no. And I just, I really want to know how they, how they thought it was three hundred thousand. And what's wrong with a hundred dollars? Seriously, what's wrong with a hundred dollars? Let, let's just say hypothetically, it okay, was three hundred thousand dollars in that bag. Right. I'm not entitled to give you a hundred dollars. And no. guess what? You're not entitled to give me the money back. But thank you for giving me the money back. Here's a nice hundred dollar tip for you. Now I'm not gonna lie. No, you're not gonna lie. Because if it was three hundred thousand dollars and I lost three hundred thousand dollars, I would give somebody more. Than yeah, I would definitely give them that's more. You. Than that if that was but that don't mean he's wrong. Nelly Nobody's saying too. that. But what would I do? There's no way Nelly would just give if if that was true. Knowing Nelly for as long as I know Nelly, Nelly wouldn't give somebody a hundred dollars. Hundred dollars is a lot of money, bro. It is, but a thousand <laughs> okay. is a lot. Too. And by the way, we don't know what was in that bag. Correct. I don't know where that three hundred thousand dollar number came from. Who said that? I'm just the, <laughs> the guy did. on the I camera. Don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> sure. He can eyeball three hundred thousand. Huh? Like I don't know what's true or what's not true. I'm just reporting the story as it came through. Thank you for the donkey today. Shout out, bro. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, Drop that's on what the I thought you would appreciate the, that. Drop on the clues bombs for that. Yeah. All right, well, that is your rumor report. Can we turn that into some imaging producers? Probably not, but Mm-mm. you know. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> All right, but we got front page news next. What are we talking about? Yes, and we do have an update on Bob Saget and what uh, they are saying they believe 
are the reasons uh, why he died, the investigation that is continuing. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Let's go! It's time to wake up! Yeah. It's The Breakfast Club. Angela Yee here, and my friends at the General Insurance give you quality car insurance for less. Check out their affordable rates and flexible payment options by calling 800-GENERAL or visiting thegeneral.com. The General Auto Insurance Services, Inc., an insurance agency, Nashville, Tennessee. Some restrictions apply. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, let's get into some front page news. Congratulations to Georgia. They beat Alabama last night in the national championship, so congratulations to them. GA, what's happening? Mm-hmm. Now, what else we got, Yeezy? Well, Bob Saget, according to authorities and law enforcement sources, they're saying that they believe that his cause of death looks like they see some signs of a heart attack or stroke. It might take weeks Lord before they mercy. officially mm-hmm. determine what happened. But that's what they are saying it's looking like right now. He was found in his Ritz-Carlton Orlando hotel room by security. They said he was laying face up on the bed. His left arm was across his chest and his right arm was beside him. So they said the, the hand on the chest could point toward a heart attack. They also didn't find any drug use or foul play. Uh, any evidence of that in the room. So that's why they suspect a heart attack. They also uh, said that they are exploring his revelation last week that he had recently battled COVID. Developing blood clots, clots have been reported as a possible complication from mm. COVID. So they we don't have a final cause. That won't be determined until the medical examiner gets the toxicology results. That could take 10 to 12 weeks to complete, but that's what early indications are. Wow. Definitely sending healing energy to him and his family. 65 years old is way too young to go, man. But God bless that man. Okay, now, uh, President Joe Biden has reiterated his belief that schools should stay open in the United States, even though there's a wave of coronavirus cases that have been largely driven by Omicron, by that variant. And here's what he had to say. We have no reason to think at this point that Omicron is worse for children than previous variants. We know that our kids can be safe when in school, by the way. That's why I believe schools should remain open. They have what they need. We provided the states with $130 billion, with a B, billion dollars to specifically keep our students safe and schools open. We also back then included an additional $10 billion for testing for schools. I am so confused. No, no, no. I swear. I'm so confused. In the middle of December, Joe Biden warned of severe illness and death <laughs> in regards to COVID. So I, how I all of a sudden it affected the kids a whole lot more? That's I, what I thought they recently said, and they said. Well, I think. Okay, I don't know. That's but, the, can we leave it at that? But they are saying that this Omicron isn't as severe and caused death as much as the Delta variant did. So the Delta variant was more severe. I think that's something that we've been hearing across the board, right? So maybe what he's saying is with the Omicron variant largely driving this wave of coronavirus cases right now. It hasn't even been a month. On December 16th, he warned of severe illness and death for those who aren't vaccinated against COVID-19. Now all of a sudden... It's not as severe. Well, my mama told me that it affects kids more, this this thing. So I'm going to listen to my mama. Well, more kids are getting it because more kids aren't vaccinated than the average person. So, right? so, so, that, so that means, according to Joe Biden three weeks ago, it should be severe illness and death for them. But now it's like staying in school is not that bad. Like, I don't know. Exactly. Just, That's all I want us to say. I'm just going by and they're learning. We're learning. But they didn't have the vaccination last year and it wasn't like this for the kids, though. They for had the a vaccination last year. For the kids? 
Oh, you mean it wasn't approved for kids? No, it wasn't approved for kids, and kids didn't get it at, at this rate. Yeah, a lot of kids. I don't know. Listen. I don't know. I don't know. It's such a but, it's but such we, a have we all heard that words. Omicron isn't as severe as Delta? Yes or no? No, I haven't heard. I mean, I, I don't know. They say one minute they say it's not, then the next minute they say it is. I thought they said it was more kids in the hospital than ever before. So I guess it that would, they it said would they, the they, kids more. They, that, that was proven not to be true. They are actually. Uh, the CDC director said that. Oh, now you listen to the CDC director. No, you just told me all boy they gonna listen to her. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> right. I'm just gonna stick to my. I don't know. It's don't so know. I hate it. So I'm much. listening to my mama. I ain't missing. Like myself. something shouldn't just be for content all the time, and it just feels like all of this stuff is just for content. It's like y'all don't have to fill space, people. Just tell us when you're sure. That's all. Well, that is your front page news. <sighs> all right. <laughs> Don't try to confuse me on this Tuesday. I'm already confused. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. You're in a bowling alley. Allegedly. What kind of segue is this? You find a bag full of money. Mm. Allegedly. It's $300,000. It's $300,000 allegedly. You what? decide, I'm going to be a, a nice citizen and I'm going to return it to the person who, who left this money here. Now, are these Usher bucks or is it real money? No, it's real money. Okay. And what is this based off? It's based off the Nelly story, right? The based off the Nelly story. Could you story. tell us the Nelly story for those who don't know? Tell you. Oh, so allegedly someone found a duffel bag filled with $300,000 and returned that duffel bag to its rightful owner, Nelly, mm-hmm. and they gave her 100 bucks. All right. So the question, 800-585-1051. If somebody returns $300,000... How do we know it was $300,000? That's what the lady said. We Did have, she count it? We have audio. She said $300,000. He said we, we up here at the bowling alley. She found Nelly bag. It had $300,000 in it. And uh, uh, get what she do. She gave it back. She what did they give you? Tell her what they give They gave $100. Don't give her the day. They gave her $100 for giving back $300,000. I'm going to tell you something, too. Don't you ever, ever judge a book by its cover. Why? Because I'm listening to them. And none of them sound like the type of people to give back $300,000. <laughs> okay. What that what mean? They, what they yeah, sound what exactly like? Exactly what the hell I said. Okay? Mm-hmm. So I'm happy mm-hmm. that them people gave it back. And once again, that's why you don't judge a book by You're its cover. so foul. Why? Because I said that's why you don't judge a book by its cover? I thought that, too. Though. I ain't going to lie. But 800-585-1051. So what's the question? Should they have gave the $300,000 back? Or is Nelly foul for only giving $100? I don't believe it's 300000 But for the sake of this segment, <laughs> I think they did the right thing. Right. And I now, think Nelly did the right thing, too. You think $100 was good enough? Listen, man, everybody did what they were supposed to do out of the goodness of their heart, right? So you find it $300,000, you know it's not yours, so out of the goodness of your heart, you return it back to its rightful owner, I just right? want to say that Nelly did write in the comments, super lie. See? I don't know what that means. I believe it's a super lie. Number one, I don't believe it was $300,000. And Nelly, I, Nelly would... If it was, Nelly wouldn't just give $100. He saved but if Emmy's he did, life. so what? He, did. he saved Emmy's life. There's he no way he's only giving some money. But if he did, so what? He's not entitled to give the person back anything. He gave him $100. Cool. Like, we always do this with other people's money and <laughs> what other people should do. He gave her $100. Right, cool. Let's, let's, let's open up the phone lines. Let's have a discussion. 800-585-1051. <laughs> and by the way, if you were doing it out the goodness of your heart, would you care what you got back in return? No. Exactly. She's $100 richer today. All right, let's talk about it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Pick up the phone, baby. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. 
Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we were talking about Nelly. Uh, allegedly, what happened with Nelly? You want to break it down, Yee? Yes, allegedly, a woman found a duffel bag with $300,000 in it, returned it to Nelly, and got a $100 prize for that. And Nelly, by the way, did write in the comments, big lie. I think it's a big lie, too, because number one, how did they know the duffel bag was Nelly's? Number two, how did they know $300,000 was in it? Number three, how did they even know where to return it to Nelly? Well, they, was, they said they were in a bowling alley, and I guess they're saying Nelly was in the bowling alley. Maybe he left okay. it somewhere and whatever it may be. But the, the whole thing is, is one, would you give the money back? And should Nelly have given more money? Uh, <laughs> those, those are the two things. Um, if, if it was my $300,000, I definitely would have gave more than $100. Uh, knowing Nelly for a long time, I think Nelly would have gave more than $100 if there was $300,000 in that bag. I don't think any, I don't think Nelly would have gave only a hundred dollars. That's why I think it's a super lie. And um, now, if this was old envy, meaning Uh-oh. maybe 10, 20 years ago, you definitely would have kept. That I'd have kept that three hundred thousand. It depends how. It depends how you found it, right? Like if I find three hundred thousand dollars in a random place and there was no name attached to it, no nothing, I probably would. But if I, I found I it in like a bowling alley, nah, I'd be like, yo, man, who was in here? Now and, I mean, I, and I and I, by the way, I wouldn't even turn it over to the bowling alley. I'd be like, yo, who was in here? And they would once I find out who was here, then I'll try to get it to them. Directly. It feels like a setup too. If I found a bag of three hundred thousand, I'm like, who is trying to set me nah, up? Nah, I'm like, I tell, I'm gonna tell my guys, yo, get me out of here now. We out. And and it's ridiculous for y'all they to don't say have you on camera. If if so? this if this is all true, correct, right? It's ridiculous for y'all to say Nelly should have gave more money because if she gave the money back out of the goodness of her heart, she shouldn't care about what she received. That's true. In return for that, that, that is true, but. There's no butt to it. But don't give me no honey. We don't know that she cared, though. They were just clowning her. That's all. She, well, guess what? She's going to be blessed. Hello, who's this? Yo, what's up? This is Jeremy. Come. What up, brother? What, what, what you think? Man, look, man. If, if they <laughs> was afraid to lose 300000 they wouldn't be walking around with it in a duffel bag. That would have been my cap. And I'm mad because I'm on my way to work listening to this. And then they was mad about the hundred dollars. Like, only thing they owed them was a thank you. And that's it. I'm glad you feel it. I'm glad you feel that way because I don't understand where we get off in this world telling people what I should what I should receive. If you're doing something from the goodness of your heart, if you're doing something from the goodness of your heart, you don't expect to receive nothing back. So it's hundred dollars is a blessing. feel like her friends were just clowning her though. Hello, who's this? Hello, this is Steve. Steve, what you what you think? Talk to us. So I'm I will give the bag back, but I'm definitely gonna take a, a fast stack for myself. Oh, you, you gonna take <laughs> it for your own money back? Now you gonna oh, get back? So you gonna bring it back? Yo, there was only two fifty when I found it. Yeah, that's, that's stealing, bro. That is stealing. Though. That's stealing. You're not gonna yeah, get I no. Return their money, just not all of it. No, that's stealing. You're not gonna get no blessing like that. Blessing. The blessing is me taking the blessing. You sound blessing right there. Thank you, you God. You sound like Alonzo in training day. Remember when Alonzo <laughs> them did that lick and they took a little bit of the money but then gave the rest to the people? What happened to Alonzo in the end? Exactly. Uh, See, that's why you coughing now. <laughs> All right, man. That ain't got nothing to do with nothing. Why we got 805 That's why you coughing now, damn it. Now, allegedly, uh, Nelly left a bag in the bowling alley, had $300,000 in it. Allegedly? I don't believe none of this. And none Nelly it. said it's a lie. Some people found it, gave it back, and then uh, allegedly Nelly only gave him $100 for giving the $300,000 back. <laughs> so we're asking, what, what would you do in that situation? Let's talk about it. And today, on the side note, is Mary J. Blige's birthday, so it's only the queen, right. The icon. We play some Mary. We're going to play a little Mary mix I- right now. Now we're going to be playing Mary Mix. I worship Mary J. Blige. 
You hear me? Drop one of the clues bombs from Mary J. Blige. Absolutely. Well, happy birthday, Mary. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. I know it, man. I Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Yes, Mary is okay. Today is her birthday. You know when you start hearing a bunch of artist songs, you start thinking if everything's okay, Mary's fine. Today is her birthday. We're celebrating her birthday. Happy birthday, All Mary. We're going to be playing Mary mixes, but... We're taking your calls right now, 800-585-1051. Now, this is a, a, what allegedly happened with uh, Nelly. Break it down, ye. Allegedly, there was a duffel bag with $300,000 in it that was misplaced in a bowling alley that belonged to Nelly, and a woman returned it and got $100 as a reward. Can we listen to it? Sure. We, we up here at the bowling alley. She found Nelly's bag. It had $300,000 in it. And uh, uh, get what she do. She gave it back. She what they give you? Tell her what they give you. Now she sounds like she's crying in the background when she's saying $100, $100. By the way, I don't believe any of this story. Okay, none, not a, not a peep. But if it is true, uh, she did the right thing. And when you do the right thing, you shouldn't expect anything in return. So she got blessed with $100. That's a lot. That's the way I look at it. All right, so we're asking 800-585-1051. Uh, what would you do in that situation? Chris, good morning. Hey, good morning. So we're asking, what would you do in that situation, Chris? I would definitely return the bag back. Um, there's a lot of cameras in the bowling alley. Exactly. I don't need, I don't need Nelly posting pictures of me on Instagram. <laughs> so nah, I'm good. But I'm, I'm definitely taking 10000 with me, though. There's oh, my no God. <laughs> Y'all are so funny. That's stealing. I'm taking my own prize money. Exactly. Maybe $50,000, maybe. Sorry, Nelly. I got to take that, boy. Okay. So, so let me ask you a question. What if you took the 50000 right, gave him back a quarter? He don't know you took the fifty, so he reaches in to give you an extra ten. You going to take the ten too? I'm, I'm going to take the ten too. God <laughs> damn, boy. Y'all niggas, boy. Finally, you going to call me if they found out I didn't take the ten from him. So either way, I'm Who cares? Way, Who cares if people clown you? Do the right thing in the eyes of God, bro. I, I did the right thing. I returned <laughs> the cash back in the eyes of the Lord. But, you know, the Lord definitely had to give me a prize for it, for sure. Oh, my gosh. Goodness gracious. I don't know about that justification. Bye, Hello, who's this? This Felipe from Bad News, Virginia. What's up, brother? Man, what's up, my G? How you doing? Good. How the Breakfast Club doing it? What's up, King? Good. Man, I'm doing good, man. But, yeah, man, think about it. Now, I would have gave that money back. Nelly would have started an investigation. They would have looked back at them cameras, right. seen what was going on, and it's going down. You're going to jail, but for what? For what? Somebody was told on you. Somebody wanted half of that bag anyway. So I don't think it was worth it. That's exactly what I said. They're going to have seen you with that bag, that duffel bag yeah. anyway. So and that's it for the you. People, they're going to come up there, start that investigation. They're looking at them cameras, and, and you're going down. That's right. And then Nelly's going to pull up on you with the street sweeper, baby, cocked, ready to let it go. <laughs> and then what? Hello. And Who's then this? what? Hello? Hey, good morning. What's your name? Hi, good morning. This is Shay from Flatbush. Oh, Shay from Flatbush. I know Flatbush. damn well That's you ain't I'm giving from. back no 300000 Brooklyn not giving that money back. I'm definitely not giving that money See? back. Like, that money can change <laughs> my life. I'm not giving it back. <laughs> I'm just keepers. 
You wouldn't be not giving it back for no hundred dollars. Like, you wouldn't be nervous that. that they would see you on camera and say that's the woman that's, that's their fault because as soon as I find that three hundred dollars, I'm out. Three hundred thousand dollars, I'm out of there. First of all, let's be clear. We don't know if it was three hundred thousand dollars. I don't believe it was three hundred thousand yeah, dollars. We're going over the hypothetical question here. If it yes. is three hundred thousand dollars, <laughs> thank you. Stay focused. Taking it, I'm not giving it back. Shay, what 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 amount of money would you give back, Shay? You find. Uh, a thousand dollars in the club, you give Anything it back. Anything within the six figure digits, I'm not giving it back. And that's why you will never be blessed, Shay. I will be blessed, but I'm saying find the keepers. Like what? No, it's not fine. It is not fine. Losers, weepers. That is not true, though. Money, like, y'all crazy. You know, you know, you know, you know what's so crazy? Everybody says find his keepers until they lose something. <laughs> and then when you lose something yeah. and then the person find it, you want it back. Yeah, listen, I done lost stuff before. I lost money before. And I'm not $300,000, but I've lost money before, and I'm like, damn, well, f*** it, you know? I mean, oh, sorry. But yeah, I didn't say, you know, damn, well, forget it, you know? But Shay, I love you. I, I, I'm not doing that. Shay, I love you. I love you, Shay from Flatbush, but I really want you to look in the mirror and look at the fact that, you, that you're losing your edges, and this is one of the reasons why. Because you... Never my I could already tell you're not going to change her mind, so that's it. I'm changing my mind. All right, Love you, Shay. Love you guys, too. What's the moral of the story, man? The moral of the story <laughs> is do the right thing, and when you do the right thing, don't expect anything in return. So I don't understand why people do things like turn the 300000 in, and then when the person gets $100, $100 that they didn't have before, folks be like, you should have gave more! The person didn't have to give anything because the person was supposedly just giving that money back out of the goodness of their heart, right? Right. And $100 is a great little come up, by the way. All right, well, we got rumors on the way. All right, well, is Kodak Black all that for this generation? We'll tell you what rapper has dubbed him the man. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning. You know, the main reason I would have gave that $300,000 back is literally simply because I believe in Karma. And, and karma. Yes. That's it. I just believe in energy. You know what I mean? I truly believe in the old school golden rule. Do one to others as you would have them do one to you. If you lost that type of money, which I don't even believe was 300000 I just think that's exaggerated. But if you, just anything. If you lost yeah. any bit of money, you would want that you have to return grow, back to you. You have to grow into that, though, because if this was early on, I definitely wouldn't have gave that money back. But now I'm at a, a different place in my life. I understand karma. I understand, you know, I could possibly lose some money and I would want it back. So I've never been in that situation. I've never been in that situation where I found a whole bunch of money that okay. I had to return. I found a dollar here and there. Well, well right, let me ask you a question. You ever bought a, a piece of stolen property? A piece of stolen property? Some stolen property. Your man found a TV on the back nah. of a truck and you bought it. I mean, back in the day when All I used right, to sell crap. Day, yeah. oh, well, I ain't talking about crap. No, I'm saying, I, and then, by the way, that was bartering. Okay, because I would give man. him crack for whatever that. And by the way, I didn't ask him if it was stolen. But you know it was stolen. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. I mean, back in the day. No, if, I didn't. I don't if, know where if, you got this VCR from. If, I have if, no idea. I don't know where you got this TV from. Well, you know he didn't work at Best Buy. I don't know that. Well, why would he be just walking around with a <laughs> TV VCR from Best Buy or a TV? Because he wants crack. <laughs> What are you talking anyway, about? So where he get it from? He probably stole it from somebody's I house. I don't know. I'm oh. not as... Why? 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 Right. Maybe he's selling his own. No. That could Doesn't be it. Doesn't sound like that's good karma probably either. stole it from somebody's house. That's not... You're right, though, Yee. That's not good karma. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not good karma. Selling crack is definitely not good karma. But back in the day, I, I, it, it didn't matter. If it fell off the back of a truck, I would buy it. To the point now, you ever, you know, you ever go to Costco or uh, BJ's or any of those stores and you, you might forget to, to pay for an item, I'll go back and pay for the item. That's how I am. I'll go back and pay for the item. I bought, but I've, I've really... 
feel like I've always been like that, and I feel like that's why I've always been blessed. I don't, I, I don't I get over like on people just because you can. Magazines or something. I did. <laughs> I did used to steal magazines. I feel like you told that I used to, story. I used to walk. I, I used to. I used to walk in the store. Well, yep, it's the and, same thing. And take double XL magazines. The same and thing. walk out and read it. I don't think that's the same thing as no three hundred thousand dollars. Stealing is stealing. But either way, it's still common that you got to deal with. Yep. You know what I mean? Regardless. That's how I'll do it. And I don't think it's stealing if you tell everybody you stole it. <laughs> Yo, shut up, <laughs> man. I tell everybody I stole it. Way XXL later. Magazine. Yeah, way later. Okay. Life. 17 years later. How yeah. many times has Vanessa been up here from Double XL? <laughs> that sounds like it evens up to me. <laughs> what are you talking about? We're even now. We've helped Vanessa promote Double XL. Uh, yeah. Right? I'm just saying. Everybody can justify their actions. I'm not justifying nothing. Somehow. I think it's, I think it it's bad like karma. You are. No, I think it's bad karma. I don't, I don't. I think it's all bad karma. I would rather give that money back because it's... You just if that happened to me, put it like this: if somebody stole a magazine from me, I can live with that. So you're but saying if somebody stole three hundred thousand, yes, if somebody stole three hundred thousand dollars from me, I can't live with that. That was a limit. No, but th that's, Listen, that's the golden rule. Right, people evolve and grow into things, yeah. and you have to give them the space. But Everyone that's also the golden rule. Do the right thing. Doing to others, you would have them doing to you. I don't want to do anything to somebody that I don't want to happen back. But to it's me. in your mouth. Oh God. No. All right. Well, that is. Somebody steals a magazine from me. I can live with that. 300000 New. No. All right. Well, we got rumors on the way. What are we talking about? Yes, and imagine giving Nia Long the wrong number. Well, she talks about this on her TV One Uncensored. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Kodak. It's time, time, time. She's spilling the tea. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, Kodak Black was on live and Drake was in the comments and he posted, you really all that for this generation and the next one if we being honest. And then Kodak pinned that to his profile and I saw a lot of people weighing in and some reactions uh, to that. Well, Drake ain't telling no lie. Kodak Black is very dope. You know, if folks really listen to Kodak, you would know how dope he is. I saw. I remember when everybody gave Lil Duval hell. I mean, Lil Duval did jump out the window and say that Kodak is on Kendrick Lamar level lyrically. But all Duval was trying to say is, Kodak Black is very dope. So drop on a clues bomb for Kodak Black. He's got the number 10 song in the country right now, too. Super Gremlin. Yeah, number yep. 10 song in the country on yep. Billboard. Yep. The whole right. country, not the hip-hop and R&B charts, the, the country. Now, Netflix just released the first official trailer for Gene Yes, a Kanye trilogy. It's a three-part documentary on Ye's rise to acclaim and infamy. And it's also uh, directed by uh, Kuri and Chike. And here is that trailer. They're doing a documentary on me right here. Very rarely do you encounter self-contained people. This man can do everything himself. He living it. So it's like God saying, I'm about to hand you the world. Just know at any given time, I can take it away from you. All mm. right, so you can get ready to watch this. Uh, it's going to premiere on February 16th on Netflix. So a lot of home video footage and things mm -hmm. that we've never seen before. Yeah, it looks incredible. It I looks love interesting. It. I love a great documentary. I can't, I can't wait to watch that. Yeah, shout out to Kuti and Chike for this because I know they've been working on this for some time. All right, now Young Dolph's alleged killer released a music video even though he was supposed to turn himself in yesterday. Lord have mercy. Yes, it was a, a single he put out called Trackhawk. I don't know if this is him trying to put this out before he turns himself in, thinking he's going to make some money real quick. But 
not a great idea. Please go on ahead and, and turn yourself in. He's saying that he's innocent mm-hmm. and that he was planning to turn himself in. In the meantime, Paper Route Empire is planning to put out a long-lived Dolph mixtape. So that's going to be coming as well. Life has really turned into the boondocks, for real, for real. Didn't he announce he was going to turn himself in yesterday? But instead he decided to drop a video? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, so. I guess he was like, hey, man, people watching. Let me go and get this music off. And you know what's crazy? People probably did go listen to the song to see what it was. What if he was saying which puts something? money yep. in his pocket. So yep. let's see. He's got to turn himself in. I can't imagine <clears throat> him being able to be on the run for too long. All right, Dio Hughley is gearing up to return to the world of sitcom television. He's starring in and executive producing a new sitcom that is based on his life. It's going to follow him as he navigates life as a husband and father to an LGBTQ plus daughter, a son on the autism spectrum whose white girlfriend lives with them, and another daughter who can't what? leave his credit card alone. Man, drop on the clue <laughs> bump of D.L. Hughley covering all kind of bases. Goodness gracious. Wow. <laughs> Salute to D.L., man. D.L. is one of the smartest, funniest <laughs> people alive, man. Love that brother. He is. And remember, he did have the Hughleys before, so this mm-hmm. is another show. Mm-hmm. It's really based on his life. Didn't they announce Earthquake, too? Didn't Earthquake get a show? I saw that. I saw DL and Earthquake got a show. I think I Earthquake did. got a show, too. Salute to Earthquake. Okay. I know he just did his special, too, right? For Netflix? Yeah, but he got a scripted show. I mean, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, I, I read that with the DL announcement. Yeah, he got a scripted show, too. All right, and Nia Long, I saw the Jasmine brand uh, flash back to this, and people didn't recall this situation. But when she was on TV One's Uncensored, she talked about uh, going on a blind date with Chris Rock. I remember Chris Rock and I were set up on a blind date. He was on Saturday Night Live. He picked me up. We went out. We hated each other. I was like, this dude is not even that funny. And he's the only dude that has ever given me a false number. Damn. (laughs) <laughs> Can you imagine giving Neil Long a fake number? Hey, man. Drop one of Clues moms for Chris Rock. <laughs> and then, by the way, they are friends, okay? Because they were on Wendy Williams together previously, too. And here's what he said about why he gave her the oh, fake number. Man. Make a long story short, a week goes by, and I didn't hear from him. Finally, I call him, and I dial the number, and this man gave me a wrong number. Oh. Can you imagine? Now, now, why would we have done that? Did you do that purposely? Yes, I did it purposely. Ah! <laughs> she was kind of obnoxious. No, I wasn't. So, at some point in the date, I go, are you seeing anybody, right? She says, no, but I know where to get some if I need it. Ah! Dropping the clues bombs with Chris Rock again. I have so many questions about this situation. And this what isn't questions? even a new story. It's just funny because people never heard it before. No, I never heard it before. What, what questions do you have? Why did she call? If she didn't like him, if she didn't think he was funny, if she didn't enjoy the date, why did she call well, a week later? she says she knows where to get the defense. That's my point, so maybe Chris Rock is what I'm saying. Well, he said he thought she was obnoxious. What obnoxious got to do with it? A lot. In that situation. <laughs> right, well, that is your rumor report. to say? Clearly, she was... I just wanted... I got more questions. I really do want to know why she decided to call a week later, if she didn't like him to begin with. She probably liked the fact that he didn't even call her. You know how you're like, he didn't even call me? He didn't like me? Hey. All right, well, who you giving your donkey to? Gotta let a legend be a legend. Mm-hmm. That's what my guy Humble always says. Let a legend be a legend, okay? Um, donkey of the day is going to the CDC director, oh, Rochelle Walensky. Uh, just, I'm just trying to keep a timeline of, of all the confusion <laughs> and just leave y'all more confused. Four after the hour, join me, why don't you? All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. 
The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Naomi McDuffie is a girl who knows exactly where she's going in life, but she's about to find out that nothing is what it seems. Tuesday on The CW from Ava DuVernay comes the can't-miss new series, Naomi. Don't believe everything you think and don't miss Naomi. Tuesday, 9, 8 central, only on The CW. This is America. There is no question that there are problems in this country between police and community. Yes. You are a donkey. To the latest on that police killing of a black man. Now to new developments in the deadly spa shooting rampage. Uh, and yesterday was a really bad day for him, and this is what he did. And so we are in a state of emergency. Okay, white supremacist violence is and always has been the number one threat to our society. But I'm also very proud that my wife is white. I'm watching that. The Breakfast Club, bitch. All right, Charlene, please tell me, why was I your donkey of the day? Hey, man, Donkey of the Day for Tuesday, January 11th, goes to CDC Director Rochelle, Dr. Rochelle Walensky. Now, one thing I pride myself on is not knowing. Okay, I tell you all the time on this radio, I am not an expert at anything. I have my experiences, I have my beliefs, but I am very fluid when it comes to what I think, you know, based off whatever information is presented at the time. More so than the information, sometimes it's just that good old God-given discernment, okay? And from the beginning of COVID-19, from the beginning of this pandemic, uh, I had one thought. And that one thought consisted of three words. I don't know. You know how powerful I don't know is? See, when you don't know what you don't know, you don't dismiss anything. You're just listening. listening, And you ultimately make the decision that you are comfortable with uh, based off the information you receive. But when you think you know, when you are 100% sure in your belief about something, then you are stuck to that belief and you leave yourself no room to pivot. That, ladies and gentlemen, is not a healthy place to be. And that unhealthy place is where so many people have been over the past couple of years because people have absolute beliefs about what this pandemic is, about what this virus is, about what these vaccines are. And the reality is, don't none of us know nothing. All right, including the people who are supposed to know. And if the experts would just simply say, look, we don't know. We just trying to figure it out as we go along instead of getting on TV every other day and changing their story. Then maybe just maybe it wouldn't be so much confusion. And that brings me to CDC Director Rochelle Walensky. God bless her heart. She's just doing the best she can. They are sending this woman out every other day to be devoured by the media wolves because she is forced to correct a lot of misinformation that is being put out there. And guess where a lot of that misinformation has come from? Them, the CDC. Okay, if you have been confused by any messaging from the CDC or anything you hear about COVID guidelines, don't feel bad. Uh, they know they are confusing. In fact, Walensky, the head of the CDC, has decided to get media training so she can go out and restore trust in the agency. She has been meeting with Democratic media consultant Mandy Grunwald to improve her communication skills. And I want to be the first to say it has not worked. Okay, it just hasn't. Can we go down a list of the things we have been told, okay, that have that have had to be walked back by Walensky? All right. In February, the White House was forced to explain Walensky's comments that teachers did not need to be fully vaccinated for schools to reopen. A day later, White House Press Secretary uh, Jen, Jen Psaki, is that how you pronounce the name, said Walensky was speaking in her own personal capacity. In May, Walensky said fully vaccinated people could stop wearing masks indoors. Only to reverse course a few months later when new information showed even those with all the recommended shots could still transmit the virus. The latest messaging setback happened last month 
When the CDC cut its recommended isolation period for those with COVID-19 to five days and recommended people who tested positive should continue to wear a mask in public for five additional days. Confused the hell out of us all. And folks urged the CDC to add a recommendation for a rapid test at the end of the first five days. You know what the head of the CDC said? You know what uh, Dr. Walensky said? She told CNN, we actually don't know how our rapid tests perform and how well they predict whether you're transmissible during the end of the, end of the disease. Who are we supposed to listen to, man? Okay, I saw this poor woman on Fox News yesterday having to clean up rhetoric from Supreme Court Justice Sonia Sotomayor. Sotomayor. I don't know how you pronounce the name because Judge Sotomayor gave out inaccurate claims about kids being hospitalized. Listen. We have over 100,000 children, which we've never had before, in, in serious condition, and uh, many on ventilators. We can find from Friday, suggest there are fewer than 3,500 current pediatric hospitalizations from COVID-19. Is that true? First of all, the vast majority of children who are in the hospital are unvaccinated. And for those children who are not eligible for vaccination, we do know that they are most likely to get sick with COVID if their family members aren't vaccinated. So the most important thing we can do for those children to keep them out of the hospital is to vaccinate them and to vaccinate their family members around. Stop right there. Stop right there. The judge said it was over 100,000 kids hospitalized with COVID and on ventilators. Right. And um, they said that wasn't true. Now, this is how, you know, Walensky is getting coached by a Democratic consultant because she didn't answer the initial question about what the judge said. And that's why you always have to ask them the question twice, because after they have given you the scripted, rehearsed, prepped answer, all you get is the truth. Now, continue. We can find from Friday suggests there are fewer than 3,500 current pediatric hospitalizations from COVID-19. Is that true? First of all, the vast majority of children who are in the hospital are unvaccinated. And for those children who are not eligible for vaccination, we do know that they are most likely to get sick with COVID if their family members aren't vaccinated. So the most important thing we can do for those children to keep them out of the hospital is to vaccinate them and to vaccinate their family Uh members around. Them. All I'm if a Supreme Court justice is giving out inaccurate, inaccurate information, if the CDC director says they need to work on their messaging, who the hell are we supposed to listen to? Now, now here's the last one. Now, you know, since the beginning of this pandemic, people who are skeptical about the vaccine said the COVID-19 death toll was inflated by people who died with COVID-19 as opposed to dying of COVID-19, basically that they had underlying conditions, all right? People used to get their ass handed to them for even suggesting this. Well, CDC Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky said on ABC's Good Morning America that 75% of people who died of COVID had at least four comorbidities. Listen. The overwhelming number of deaths, over 75%, occurred in people who had at least four comorbidities. So really, these are people who were unwell to begin with. And yes, really encouraging news in the context of Omicron. This um, means not only just to get your primary series, but to get your booster series. Um, And yes, we're we're really encouraged um, by these results. Now, I didn't even know what comorbidities meant, so I Googled it, and it means the simultaneous presence of two or more diseases or medical conditions in a patient. So basically, those skeptics of the vaccine were right. And this is what happens when you live in an era where people are afraid to simply say, I don't know. We don't know. We all just trying to figure it out. And I wish that our powers that be would be okay saying that because you know why we are all confused? It's because they keep confusing us. Please give Dr. Rochelle Walensky the sweet sounds and the Hamiltons. Oh, now you are the donkey. 
of the day. You are the donkey of the day. All right. Now, now Red, do you, you do have the clip with it. Would, which, would he asked her the second question again, right? You have to, Can we play that just for those who didn't hear it? Understood, but the we number's not 100,000. It's roughly 3,500 in hospitals now. It, yes, there are, there are. And in fact, what I will say okay, is while pediatric hospitalizations are rising, they're still about 15-fold. That's it. I just don't know how a Supreme Court justice says that it's 100,000 kids hospitalized with COVID on ventilators only for it not to be true and to be shot down by the CDC director. And you wonder why we're all confused. You didn't make it better. I know I didn't. Mm. But I just want to put the information out there for people. That's all. What information? The right one or the wrong one? That's all. That's accurate. That's out there <laughs> on mouth. I ain't making none of that up. But is it right or wrong? Which is right? The information they're giving out. She says it's You know what? I don't know. <laughs> she <laughs> says it's wrong. She said the judge was wrong. I don't know. I, you know what? You're absolutely right. We don't know. You're right. Thanks for confusing mm-hmm. me even more. I'm wearing my mask. That's all I know. All right. 800-585-1051. Let's open up the phone lines. Now, this comes out of the rumors. Of course, we were talking about Nia Long and Chris Rock. All right. Now, Chris Rock gave Nia Long a fake number. Mm-hmm. Right? So did the judge, Supreme Court Justice Sotomayor. He gave her fake number, too. <laughs> so we're asking 800-585-1051. You ever had to give somebody a fake number and why? Were they annoying? Were they obnoxious? Maybe their poom poom smell. Whatever it may be. Why did you give somebody a fake number? Let's talk about it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. What? Pull out, pull out, your, pull out your phone. Call in right now. Call me. Add your opinion to The Breakfast Club topic. Break, break it down. 800-585-1051. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you're just joining us, we're talking about giving somebody a fake number. All right? Now, this comes from the story of Chris Rock and Neil Long. They went on a date, and uh, I guess he found her obnoxious and gave her a fake number. All right? So, we're asking 800-585-1051. Have you ever given somebody a fake number? I am notorious for it. <laughs> I am notorious for it. And I'll be honest with you. I... I know who calls me, and that's the only thing I I, I want. So if you if you if you rap it, and I know the hey give hey, give me your phone hey, hey take my number. Now nah, I'm good. Oh, what's your number? Nope. Nine times out of ten, you might get my my manager June number. You might get Yee number. No, you've never given out my number. Don't play with me. All right, but that but but when it comes to that, I I no I I will in a minute. What about you guys? Um, normally if I'm someplace and if it's business, I'll give. Who, uh, you know, somebody else's number, like Paris, who works with me, or somebody else like that, if they're doing my bookings, and I'll do that. But when I was younger and I was out with my girls, we used to, uh, and this is so rude that we did this, but we would like give each other's numbers out. That's foul. That's uh-huh. funny, though, but foul. <laughs> but, but you ever got into an instance where, you know, somebody gives you their phone and you put the fake number in and the fake number's already in And then in they there. call you, or they call you right away. Or they call you right away. I'm going to call you right now. I'm like, my phone's uh, dead. I'll get, get it later. <laughs> what about you, Charlamagne? Uh, no, I don't do that because um, I just give out my real number even though I just changed my new number. But I don't think that's a way to set a healthy boundary. You know, giving out a fake number is not a way to set a healthy boundary. You know, just completely, just simply saying no. No, I don't want to give you my phone number for whatever reason. 
You don't, and by the way, you don't even owe the person an explanation. Like to me, that's that's clean communication. Like one of the ways to set a healthy boundary is to clearly communicate. So sometimes you should just tell a person no, because you know what's gonna happen. Next time you see that person, like, you man, you gave me a fake number, yo. Blah blah blah. And so now you gotta create another lie <laughs> to keep that person from getting your number. But it just you set a healthy what, boundary what and say no. Never see again? How do you know you're never gonna see him again? You're in another country. So, okay, so what's so? But that's even more reason to tell him no. You know, I'll be like, here's my email. Somebody, uh, you know, and I hate this, and I and I'm, I'm, I hate when people be like, follow me right now on Instagram. Oh, I hate, oh yeah, by the way, that that, the but time. by the way, set your boundary. I told people no, but I feel bad. No, like, follow me right now. I don't like that. I so hate like, that. No. no, I don't do that. Don't do me like that. You know, like don't do that. Especially when you come up to me with your phone and you go to the gram and show me like, set your boundary with people. Yo. This is 2022. If I could tell y'all one thing to do with people, set your boundary. We all adults. No. We ain't got no reason to lie to I each other. Bad, just tell the person the no. And when they say why, it's like, yo, I really just don't want to. <laughs> what's wrong with that? That's not enough for people? I thought no meant no. Hello, who's this? Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? What's up, Jerry? Somebody gave you the wrong number. Sound like it. Yeah, man. I, I, I went on a date with a girl named Margaret. And, you know, I, I took her to the movies. You feel me? We had a nice dinner date. Go home. I, when we was on the date, you know, she gave me a number. I, I dropped her home. And then next thing you know, I called her number. And I called her lady grandmother. <laughs> she gave like, you a grandmother Wow. The grandmother? I was like, damn. You just had to say no? That's, that's all you had to do. That, I, 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 why would she give you her grandmother's number? Maybe she got confused. Nah, I just get confused. Oh, oh, no, man. I don't, I don't know. Because you wouldn't you give know, a family member's number out. Exactly, but like your grandma. Damn. I just told y'all that. Just say no. Hello, who's this? Yo, what's up? What's up? This anonymous. Oh man, what's up, there anonymous? We go. What happened to you, bro? Yo, first of all, good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning. Charlemagne nope. the Devil. Um. You see, I ain't acknowledge you back. <laughs> well, it's all right. Eight four three in the building. Stand up. Chuck. But, uh, now you acknowledge you it. Chuck. <laughs> Yo, you guys ever heard of the rejection hotline? Yes. Yeah. What's the name does Man, it all the time? Not... Taylor that works a page. It's a phone that. number you so give you out. Her, be careful, because she just played me like three messages from there. Bro, listen. I was about 13 and 16 years old. I was staying out in Fort Lauderdale. I was at the skating ring. Saw this little honey that I thought was cute. Yo, she gave me the number. I'm so excited. I called the number, and oh, my God. My brother started to me. I... How much I think I need a signed copy of Charlemagne's book, Sugar. You want it? He's traumatized. I want it. Oh, man, his phone is traumatized. Your phone is breaking yeah, phone up, bro. Is bro. I'm going to send you a copy of Sugar. I'm, I'm actually about to get me a box of uh, Set Boundaries, Fine Peace. Because that's what I need to start giving away. Because I'm realizing that y'all don't know how to say no. Y'all don't know how to set boundaries. 800-585-1051. Have you ever gave somebody the wrong number? Maybe y'all were on a date or whatever it may be. Has that happened to you? Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about Chris Rock and Nia Long. They went on a date, and uh, Chris Rock gave her the wrong number. Let's hear the audio. I remember Chris Rock and I were set up on a blind date. He was on Saturday Night Live. He picked me up. We went out. We hated each other. I was like, this dude is not even that f-ing funny. And he's the only dude that has ever given me a false number. So we're asking 800-585-1051. Have you ever gave somebody the wrong number? Raven, is this you, Raven? 
Yeah. <laughs> Tell us about it. Hello, Raven. Uh, I give out the wrong number all the time. I'll give my twin sister's number out, or I'll just give a wrong number. Why? Please tell me why, Ray. Why don't you just say no? Because they won't stop asking, and then they'll want me to, like, repeat it back, and I'll be like, I'll just give out my twin sister's number. Dan, so what happens when they call your sister? She get mad. She get real upset. Yeah. <laughs> I wish people. I wish people knew that if you don't respect somebody's boundaries, that lets you know that that person should never be in your life. Like if I tell you no, and you keep pressing me, pressing me, pressing me, pressing me, you're not the type of person you need to be around me. No now, way. what if your sister gave out your number? She's she uh, hung up. Oh. Hello, who's this? Brittany. Hey, Brittany. What's going on, Brittany? Good morning. Brittany. Now you could be giving people the wrong number, or did somebody give you the wrong number? No. Um, I know y'all been married and they've been in the dating world for a minute. <clears throat> But it is extremely hard to give somebody the wrong number in 2022. Why is it hard? They will ask you for your number, put it in their phone, and, be, and call you in front of you and be like, yeah. hey, save me, help me in. You got to say your phone just died. They be like, yo, my phone just died. And then it rings, so, and then you look crazy. You got to get, because they'll put your, they'll put it in cash app to find, they're going to find your number. Cash app. You have to get cash the right app. number, and then you have to block them. So every time they call you, it's going to seem like, it's going straight to the machine like it's dead. Damn it, man. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you, mama. It's hard out here. All I hear is a bunch of people who don't respect their boundaries, man. Hello? And a bunch of people who don't respect other people's boundaries. Hello, who's this? This is Bernie, man. Bernie from Duval. Bernie from Duval. Ain't no boundaries in Jacksonville. I'm going to be out in Duval this Saturday, too. What's up, Bernie? Now talk to us. Okay. You giving people some fake numbers? Yeah, man. All the time, man. People be hating on you, man. Sometimes you got to keep them haters away from you. That's why you just tell them no. <laughs> like, what's up, man? Or, or you just get on the fake number so they can feel stupid when they get it, when they try to call you. Oh, on purpose. You want them to feel stupid. Oh, yeah. I, I, I want to I bring all the smoke. My <laughs> goodness. All right, Bernie. All right. Hey, I give a shout out to the comedy page, man. I'm an aspiring comedian for Duval, man. Go ahead, Bernie. That boy, Bernie. Instagram, all platforms. And that's with the D. D-A-T-B-O-Y-B-E-R-N-I-E. Is, li- right. is Little Duval one of your inspirations? Um, yeah, he started off, but you know the um the great Bernie Mac. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna try to fill them shoes up. True, true, okay. true. All right, well, have a good one, hey, Bernie. Hey, Charlemagne, I had just got your book from the library the other day. My bad, I ain't paid for it, but it's I, a good read, man. I appreciate you. Which one you got? I got the um, Black Privilege. You already know. Thank you, King. I appreciate it. I appreciate you just taking in the information, brother. All right, Bernie. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm gonna be in. Ja- I'm gonna actually be at heaven in Jacksonville this uh, this Saturday. Now, what, what's the moral of the story? The moral of the story is I want all of y'all to go out there and buy Dr. Nadra Glover's book, uh, "Set Boundaries, Find Peace," because saying no is so important for you and your personal boundaries. Because if you do not respect your personal boundaries, perhaps in fear of somebody else's reaction, it's just going to lead to bitterness and resentment over time. The people you want to surround yourself with are those who will respect your boundaries, even if they initially feel upset or disappointed that you set them. All right. Now we got rumors on the way? Yes. And let's talk about the deals that Kevin Hart made on Shark Tank. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. All the guys, the rumor report with Angela Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Well, Kevin Hart has been making some deals on Shark Tank, and one deal that he made was with Black Sands Entertainment. They secured a $500,000 deal on Shark Tank with Kevin Hart and Mark Cuban, and here's what happened. 
Mark and Kevin Hart are interested in animation company Black Sands, but they want a much bigger stake in the company than the 5% they came in offering. Look, you got $500,000 on the table, but we want 30%. And I, and I think that's more than fair. 500,000 for 10% between the two of you and perpetuity on books, 25 cents per hardcover. I would not be asking mm. for this particular number if you didn't have to access my real resources. Okay, my fans, they want this done. Do. So you guys got a deal. Okay. Salute to Black Sands. And that's a, that is a great deal because, mm -hmm. you know, Kevin Hart is a master marketer and promoter as well. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you got to think about you'll be getting a lot of that too. Right, so they actually, starting in 2016, produced comic books, novels, children's books, animation inspired by African mythology. It also created black heroes surrounded by diverse storytelling. And they've also cultivated independent artists and writers to publish their work through them. And to date, they've raised more than $2 million from over 5,000 investors from its fundraising campaigns on WeFunder. But they've also joined forces with senior animators from Disney, Sony, Pixar, Amazon Studios, Nickelodeon, a whole lot of companies as well. And Congrats, they got a yeah. fan base already, too. Mm -hmm. So salute to Black Sands. Black Sands, right? Yeah. Salute to Black Sands. Black Sands Entertainment. All right, now, Antonio Brown... Uh, everything that happened that led to him eventually getting cut from the Bucks is getting an NFT treatment. So that is going to be up for auction. But who owns that, that footage? Yeah, who owns that footage though? Yeah, I, see, I am not sure who owns. Does the network own it? Does the NFL own it? Does the team own it? But we do know that it's going to start. They're saying that it's going to get about one point five million dollars to own it. They, they think that's what the final price could end up being for that NFT. That bidding does start on the thirteenth. By the way, can I ask a question? Why? Mm -hmm. Because that's why is that footage worth one point something million dollars? Because it's not like that footage isn't everywhere. It's not like a lot of different people don't that's have access same to that thing. I could pull the footage up anytime I want to. Why and I'm sure I, whatever I network. About it. People sell tweets and get money from that. Remember the first tweet ever? I remember all that. But, but why? why? I want to like own that footage when I can pull it up at any time I want to. I'm just still wondering why. That's all. I just want to know why. Well, listen, for people who are bidding on that and hoping that it'll be worth more, and then as people sell it, it's official. It comes with blockchain technology. Well, question where's the value coming from, too, though? It's like, like collecting artwork. You know how people buy, this is just digital art. So you know how you could buy a piece of art and you could buy a print of it, but it's not the original. Yeah, and that's what, that, that's, that's what this feels like. Yeah, Because when you buy original art, it's usually a one-on-one. Correct. Right, and sometimes the artists will make prints and make like 50 prints and they're numbered on the back and then you own one of the prints, but mm -hmm. the actual original is worth the most. And so that's what this is. You have the original. But and then if people duplicate it, then mm -hmm. they have to pay and, you know, same type of thing. But I, what I mean is, like, even with the original, where does the, the value for that come from? Like, it's, unpre it's unpredictable. Like, like, who says this Antonio Brown thing is worth, the footage know. is worth $1.5 million? Who puts the price on it? Well, they have, and it's bidding. So that's mm -hmm. what they anticipate that it's going to go for based off of what other things have sold for in the NFT world. Gotcha. All right, now, Aisha Curry has shut down those rumors that she and Steph Curry have an open marriage. She's tired of y'all talking about this. Now, you know, there's been these rumors going around that the two of them uh, do what they do in their relationship and they have an open marriage. And so somebody had responded on social media after she captioned a picture of her and her husband, good gracious God almighty, showing how good she thought that Steph Curry looked. And somebody said, but yet you still want an open relationship. SMH, if I were him, you would have been sent to the streets already. Hey. And she responded, don't believe everything you read. Do you know how ridiculous that is? Don't disrespect, disrespect my marriage like that, please and thank you. I, I hate that she even had the answer to that mm -hmm. because the internet is such a liar and people make up anything and people believe everything. And you're just going to drive yourself crazy if you respond to every single thing you see about 
you know, yourself online. I wish that she didn't even give that no energy. Because now the headline is Ayesha Curry replies the rumors about her and Steph having an open marriage. Correct. She probably was just fed up with everybody commenting on it. it and said, I'm going to say this this one time and that's that. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. All right. Uh, now, the People's Choice Mix is up next. Get your request in 800-585-1051. We're going to get some Mary on in the mix. All right. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Naomi McDuffie is a girl who knows exactly where she's going in life, but she's about to find out that nothing is what it seems. Tuesday on The CW from Ava DuVernay comes the can't-miss new series, Naomi. Don't believe everything you think and don't miss Naomi. Tuesday, 9, 8 central, only on The CW. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. Again, happy birthday to Mary J. Blige. Today is the Queen's birthday. Yes, we love you, Mary. Absolutely. Man, salute to the Queen of Hip Hop Soul, Mary J. Blige. You know, last year, I got the uh, privilege and honor of doing um, Andy Cohen Watch What Happens Live with Mary J. Blige. And it's, it's incredible how you don't... Re- I mean, of course, you realize how much of a fan you are of a person, but it's like every time I'm around Mary J. Blige it never ceases to amaze me how much of a fan I am. Like, I literally worship Mary J. Blige. And it's some people who mean more to culture than others. Mary is definitely one of those people who means more to culture than than a lot of other people do to me. Mm-hmm. But that's because her music, man. Her music provided the soundtrack to our lives and still does. Like, whenever I'm, you know, in a depressed state or something, I throw on Mary J. Blige, be happy. It's an instant mood changer. Mm-hmm. You well, know? Happy, happy birthday, Mary J. Blige. Salute playing, to the queen. I've been doing mini mixes all morning long, so again, salute to Mary J. Blige. Her, right? music, her music means so much to people. That's why even when we talk verses, certain people don't disrespect talking about verses. When Mary J. Blige sat here in this room and Mary J. Blige said, what is verses going to do for me? Gonna do She's for me? absolutely goddamn right. But guess what? It wouldn't be about her. It would be for us. Absolutely. All right? But you don't want them problems with Mary J. Blige. Nah. Mary J. Blige got nuclear weapons. Did you see that Jaheem said he wants to uh, do verses with Usher? That he'll take Usher out? I did see that. Um, Jaheem don't want those problems with Usher either. And ja- listen, man, it's just, I don't know. It's I wonder what certain people be looking at and what certain people be listening to. But I guess I'm not an artist, so I don't understand. If I was Jaheem, I would feel like I can battle anybody. Correct. Well, I'm so far, ja- Usher hasn't responded. <laughs> no, he hasn't. I'm just saying, yeah, I'm Jaheem. So well, Jaheem got records, but he... But- I understand why Jaheem feels the way he feels because he's an artist. It's just like Correct. with rappers, right? It's like I know that I'm never going to say somebody's better than me. I'm down for whatever challenge. But leave Usher Raymond alone. Usher's right. another one, man. Nuclear weapons. Jay-Z. We talking about Jay-Z, Usher, Mary J. Blige. They got weapons of mass destruction. Leave them alone. I agree. All right. When we come back, positive notice to Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. And I just wanted to remind you, last week I told you guys for my birthday, I did something really special. I'm building this app. That is actually going to help you pay your bills on time, which will also help build your credit. It reports the bills that you pay on time, whether it's your Netflix bill, your gym payments, whatever it is. That's a payment that you have to make every month that will help go towards building your credit. And you know that's about 80% of your credit score. So the app is called Stellar. Well, this week it's officially launched. Um, And right now what we are doing is for the waiting list, if you try to sign up starting today, you have until April 30th. We're giving away up to $70,000. So if you want to be part of that, and win some money to help go towards your bills, then all you got to do is sign up. So you can go to StellarCred.com slash Wealth Wednesdays, and then you're automatically entered into the contest. So I'm really excited about this, building my first app. It's time to get up out of here now. Charlamagne, oh, you got a positive note. It's cold out here on the East Coast. I don't know where, where everybody else is. 
But it was like teens this morning when I woke up, like 13. It is. Uh, listen, man, I'm telling you, today's conversation just really uh, reinforced to me why boundaries are so important. Uh, I've been telling y'all, I'm, I've been reading um, uh, Set Boundaries, Find Peace by Dr. Nadra Glover. I, I recommend everybody to get it. I'm actually going to bring a bunch of those in here and just, just give them away to listeners. But and saying no is very important. And why is saying no important for you and your personal boundaries? Because like I said earlier, if you do not respect your personal boundaries, perhaps in fear of someone else's reaction, it's likely to lead to bitterness and resentment over time. The people you want to surround yourself with are those who will respect your boundaries, even if they initially feel upset or disappointed. Set boundaries, y'all. Breakfast club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done? 